This is Real Love Now, a ministry outreach of Pastor Don Allen in the Church at War Hill. As with every aspect of our ministry, the purpose of this broadcast is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ to help you get real with God, fall in love with Him and His children, and discover your destiny now. Here's the message from Pastor Don Allen. I want to bring you a message called Sunrise Living. Sunrise Living. Well, we had a great time out on the lake Sunday, didn't we? The only problem I've had with going out on the lake is everybody immediately said, before the thing was even over, can we do this again next year? I said, can we not get through this? Amen. But we had a great time and five people gave their lives to Christ. It was fun watching the boats pull in. It was fun watching. Well, let's just give God praise for that. Amen. It was fun watching the people on the other side of the cove come down and sit on their deck and enjoy a, a church for a few moments. And all that was great and just a wonderful, wonderful time. Well, Genesis chapter 1, verse number 16. I, I've been in a weird place these last two Wednesday nights. God really spoke to us last Wednesday night. Uh, that message on disappointment uh, is where so many of us are. And He really spoke to our hearts last Wednesday night. And as God spoke to us, you know, it had, I told you it was kind of a strange journey to that message. And we were through all week long, even up to uh, uh, through today, that message has been rehearsed, lives changed, and, and God just, just spoke to us. And, 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 and it was a really, really hard week last week because I was in the middle of, uh, of, of share-a-thon and working just round the clock, and, and we were dealing with something in our personal home, and, and just, just a difficult week, and God's like, okay, here you go. Today I started the day off at one of the places that, that I would like to never have to visit again, honestly. I got to start the day off in a, in, in a courthouse in a, a courtroom. How many of you know how fun that is? Yeah, how many of you know the truth's never welcome there? Come on, amen. And, and it's just this environment that I don't like to be in. And, and so I, I came out of that environment and, and, and God had already been leading me somewhat toward this. And it's just, again, I feel like I'm kind of in the same place we were in last weekend. As God started this journey, I didn't know right where we were going, but as we got there toward the end of the message, I went, thank you, God, for taking me on this journey. So Genesis chapter 1, verse number 16 reads like this. God made two great lights, the sun and the moon, the larger one to govern the day, the sun to govern the day, and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. Notice verse 17, God set these lights in the sky to light the earth. Verse 18, He puts them there to light the earth, net, comma, to govern the day and night, comma, and notice this, and to separate light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So when I felt like the title should be Sunrise Living, I, I want to take just a moment to, to, to explain to you what that term means. But before I do, I, I need you to, to look at a few things with me, and I'm going to take a, a, just a few moments so that I, I want you to see uh, where this journey kind of began. So we have, we have a picture. I want you to look at this picture for just a moment, examine that picture, and um, just take a, take a look at that. As you're looking at that picture... Uh, this is not a drawing, this is a photograph. And this photograph is, uh, uh, how many of you think you know what that is? Don't say it out loud, but you think you know what it is. Anybody? Okay, a few of you. 
Paul knows because he put it in the computer. Amen. Paul's like, I know, but uh, all right. Let me just give you a second picture that might help you see what that is a little bit more. Can you see what it is now? Can you see it from the distance? What is that? The moon. What you have here is a time-lapse photograph of the moon rising over the northwestern Indiana sky taking, taken by a Purdue University student. Uh, NASA selected this uh, as one of their photos of the day back uh, just about a, a little over two weeks ago. All right? So what we have is a time-lapse of the moonrise. Okay? It is such an amazing image that it makes you wonder, as you see the beauty of the different colors and the different stages, it makes you wonder, why do sunrises seem to hog all the credit? I mean, why, why do we talk more about sunrises than we do about moonrises? I mean, here's something you'll never hear really somebody say, man, did you, did you see that moonrise yesterday? Probably never going to hear that from anybody. Did you see that moonrise? But this moonrise is absolutely beautiful. It seems like an interesting question as why do you not hear more about moonrises until you actually see a picture of a sunrise. And when you see a picture of the sunrise, then we know why we talk less about moonrises than sunrises. If you'll give me the next picture. Because something is greater. Something is different in the sunrise. I want you to notice how in this picture of a sunrise, you can't even see the sun. Yet, everything around it has been transformed. The water has been transformed. The clouds have been transformed. The sky has been transformed. All of these things are cast entirely in a different light. And in about another 10 minutes from this picture, they'll be in another light because there's the sun's rising upon the day. And as the sun rises, you see, and if you, you can't even see it from this picture, but if you were to look away from this picture in the opposite direction, the sun is even affecting what is on the opposite side. The moon, on the other hand, has very little effect as it rises. It has very little effect upon the sky. Although the photographs show that colors can change drastically, the same cannot be said for its surroundings. Because moon rises at the end of the day, anybody catch that? Moon rises at the end of the day, simply are not noticeable. But change comes with the sunrise. Our text tonight tells us that God established the sun and the moon, and even though they affect much in nature as they govern the day and night, they, they also have another stated task. To separate light from the darkness. And guys, in case you don't understand it, we are all in a battle between light and darkness. Just look at our world around us. Can I get an amen for that one? Come on. The place where, matter of fact, if you, if you bear the light, get ready for the battle. The place where we feel the call to God's light in our life oftentimes is a similar place to where we have to fight 
the flesh that longs for the darkness. There's a battle between the light and the darkness. Anybody else have had to fight that battle at all this week? Your flesh wants one thing, but your spirit is longing for something else. Your spirit is longing for the things of God, but your flesh is longing for the things of the world. There's a battle that's going on, and what light is determining your day and running your life, it carries a lot of weight. We can even find ourselves pulled to the point of coming apart from time to time because what we want is this, it's such a struggle. We know what we're supposed to do. We know what we promised God. We know what we committed to God we're going to do, but there's a taste within us for sin and we want that. Does that make sense to anybody? We long for what seems wrong. We Make room for what seems wrong. There's a battle going on. And let me, I, this is not in my sermon, but I feel it the Holy Ghost. You are not uh, wrong for having the battle. The Bible says that even Jesus was tempted in like manner. But yet he did not sin. The battle coming to your life does not make you a bad person. But what you do when the battle knocks on your door, when you open and you see sin standing at your door, if you say to him, come on in, let's sit a while, let's, let's get to know each other, let's get intimate with one another, then sin will bring darkness into your life to destroy you. But there's a light that's also waiting to come in and shine in the darkness of our lives. The question I have for us tonight is which one of these two great lights are you living under? Which one of the two great lights are you living under? Over and over again in Scripture, the ways of God are referred to as the day. And the ways of darkness are referred to as dark. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 4. But you aren't in the dark about these things, dear brothers and sisters. And you won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief. For you are children of the light and of the day. And I've never seen what God just showed me right there. That when the day of the Lord comes, it's not going to be surprising because we're, we're already living in the day of the Lord. Listen to me. We don't belong to the darkness and night. So be on your guard, not asleep like the others, Stay alert and be clear-headed. Night is the time when people sleep and drinkers get drunk. But let us who live in the light be clear-headed, protected by the armor of faith and love, and wearing as our helmet the confidence of our salvation. What a powerful Scripture. We have not been called to live under the moon. Now look, we're getting spiritual here for a moment. We have not been called to be a people who what we do is best done in darkness. But we have been called to be a people that what we do can be seen clearly in the light of day. And again, I don't know why I'm going the direction that I feel in my spirit all of a sudden, but I want to be very, very plain. It is time for us to bring our Christianity out of the darkness into the light because the darkness of the world needs to see a church rise up and shine the light of Christ. Amen. But how can you shine the light of Christ when the sun has not risen in your heart? When the sunrise has no place in who you are? Because as we gather here as people of faith, we all, I believe, have a desire to walk in the light. We want to get better. We want to do better. We want to be who Christ has called us to be. But so many times the question is, how do we want that light to interact in our lives? Will we either live under the sun 
or we, will we walk under the moon? So let us contrast these two great lights for just a few moments. In the pictures we saw, I want you to notice a few things. You could clearly see the moon because it was in contrast to everything around it. The moon was in contrast to everything in the sky. But notice this. But you could not see the sun, but you could see its transformation on everything around it. Because when the sun arose, everything responded. In this, we also see that the sun shines by its own power. The moon reflects the sun's light. The moon orbits around our world, and our world orbits around the sun. The moon can be seen during the day. If the sun were to shine at night, the night would be changed into day. I want you to catch that. The moon is only up all night long, only one night each month. I didn't know this as I was studying this. Only one night each month is the moon there for the entire night. The sun rises and sets every day. You can set your clock to it quite literally. Amen. The sun rises and sets every day on the same schedule. The moon differs by its phases. Now, look, I'm trying to get to my notes here, but I'm tired of people living a moon type of faith that they differ by the phases of their life. They differ by the storms they're going through and they differ whether or not they like what's going on in their life or not. It's time for us to plant our feet and make up our minds that we are children of the day and though darkness comes knocking, we don't live there in Anymore because the sun has risen in our lives. Amen. Amen. So let us draw some conclusions from these facts about the moon and the sun. Moonrise living. People who want to live under moonrise faith. Here's what we see. When the moon rises, the atmosphere is not changed. But when the sun rises, there is a change. So moonrise living, there is no transformation of our lives even though we're walking in the church. Maybe I need to say that again. Moonrise faith sings the songs but doesn't walk the walk. Because when the moon rises, it only reflects a light. It does not transform the darkness. And if you are, listen to me, if darkness is reigning in your life, what you need is a move of the Holy Spirit of God in your life. You need a move of God that transforms who you are. Alright? I want you to get this. Transforms who you are. You say, Pastor Don, I cannot stop doing this sin. You're right. You cannot stop doing that sin in yourself. What you need is the power of the Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead to also begin to work inside of you and will do the transformation inside of you. But if we have moonrise faith, we're living in a faith to where we want God in our lives, but we don't want God to light up our lives completely because then what we don't want to be seen will be seen. Moonrise living. We will stumble along with only reflection of what God wants us to be. We will not shine, but we will only be a, a mere image of what God's called us to be. And we will become spiritually frustrated. Why? Because Not because someone around us isn't worshiping. Not because the atmosphere is not ripe around us. When lives are being changed all around you, but we become spiritually frustrated. Why? Because we're a mere reflection of what God's called us to be. Because we're living under the wrong light. Our faith is put in its place around the orbit of our lives, like the moon orbits the earth. 
Our faith orbits us. Listen to me carefully. Instead of it changing who we are, our faith is affected by who we are. And our faith just orbits our lives instead of what God has desired for our faith in Him to do. If we're living in moonrise, living under the right conditions, one can grab a glimpse of our faith during the day. But our faith, or lack thereof, really shows in the dark. I want you to let that sink in for a moment. A few days a month, you can see the moon during the day. But it was once called a children's moon. Do you know why they called a daylight moon a children's moon? Because it was said that only the children could see the moon because their eyes were still good enough to see its barely perceptiveness in the day. If you have moonrise faith, In the middle of the day, it will not be obvious. But in the dark, when faith is put aside and there's not a light shining from you, it will be obvious that you've been living not as a full believer, but in the dark. told you we're getting somewhere with this tonight. A different direction. A little bit different sermon. So I said, okay, God, I see where you're going with this. So show me what sunrise faith really does. How do I be someone who lives under the sun? Here's what I saw, children of the day. When the sun rises, everything, now notice that, everything is transformed. Not some things, but everything is transformed. When the sun appears in the darkness. The darkness does not fight back because the sun takes over the darkness. When I desire, and I've got so much scripture here, let me just give you, give you what God spoke to my heart. The higher position the sun is given in your life, the changes will shift from elevation to elevation. Have you ever, are any of you, uh, here's what uh, I've taught Charlie to say. When we're going to school in the morning and there's one of those beautiful sunrises, this is what I've taught him to say. I, I go, Charlie, stop and see the beauty. And so the other day, Christina and I, we were busy talking about something. Charlie hollers from the back seat, Uncle Don! I said, what? He said, stop and see the beauty. And I threw up my eyes. And that's one of those moments Look, I'm just going to confess that sometimes I'm driving. Out comes my camera. Sometimes I pull over and sometimes I don't. And then half the time I'm like, why didn't I wash the windshield? You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm like, how many, be honest with how many know what I'm talking about? You want to catch the moment. But usually I have found in just a few more moments it will look different and it will be just as awe-inspiring. When I drop him off, it looks one way, and in that about three and a half minutes it takes to drop him off, and I'm coming back, it looks another way. And I want to catch another glimpse of what he's doing. This is where God began to deal with me, but whether or not we're living in moonrise faith or sunrise faith, 
Because when you, I don't care if you've served God for 30 years, when the sun is rising in your life, every while things are going to change, things are going to look different, you're going to be growing, you're going to be maturing, you're not going to be the same person you were yesterday. Why? Because the darkness is succumbing to the light that's rising in your life. And when God began to show me that, I thought, how many times as we as saints are we happy with moonrise faith? Because there's it's just orbiting around us. We know it's there and it's orbiting around our world and we'll, we'll reach out for it when we need it. But God's not called you to live in that kind of faith. He's called you to let the sun of glory rise in your life so that when it does, who you are has to change into the image of Jesus Christ. Has to change and the darkness has to flee. And I don't care what hell comes after you. When the sun rises, the darkness this will go. Amen. Amen. And you'll be like me. I got to get a shot of this. I got to get. I'm going to pick on y'all again tonight. Y'all love me, don't you? Amen. Come on. Give me a good amen on that one. Amen. Could it not be cool for you to be seen by somebody who knew you when? And you're walking along and they hear you singing about Jesus. And they go. Or they stumble into church here like it happened to some of these over here on this side of the room. We literally had one guy. He was helping me in a sermon. He was right here in an illustrated sermon. We broadcast it on television. People started calling the church from the TV show. And they said, look, if God can save that man, he can save me. I'm getting free in Jesus' name. They said, he was my drug dealer, and now I'm going to come find Jesus because obviously he found something better. Listen to me. Why? Because the elevation of the sun in your life is going to change what people see. And if the moon is what you're living under, and it's just, oh, well, you're not progressing. You're, oh, let me, let me just say it the way we say it in the church. I'm dry. No, you're living under the wrong light. The sun... I, you know what, I'm, I don't know why I'm back this, but I was standing in, under a tin roof in Africa. Didn't want to be where I was. Didn't like what was going on. But as they began to worship in a language I did not understand, all I wanted to do was come home. I felt bad. But as they began to worship, I had to make a decision. I made the decision, I will worship. And in the middle of my despair, in the middle of my fatigue, in the middle of a of hundred and something degrees, all of a sudden the glory of God came through. And when the sun rises in your life, I don't care where you are, it will change your atmosphere. Sunrise faith will put your life not with faith in orbit around you, but faith will put your life in orbit around the sun. And our faith puts us into place. The place that we were created to be. Children of the Most High God. Blood-bought, Holy Ghost-filled children of the living God. That's who we've been called to be. Not children of darkness. Not people trying to hope that everybody doesn't find out what's going on in our life. Confess your sins one to another that you may be healed and let the sun of glory rise in your life. And faith puts you in orbit. But when you get in orbit about Jesus, it's going to take you places you never dreamed you'd go. You're going to do things you never dreamed you would do. 
God's going to ask. I don't know why, but as I preach Sunday morning in that public atmosphere, I, I, I sensed an anointing. I, I thought for a moment it was like what I feel when we're preaching a crusade in, in a foreign country, but but it wasn't. It was there was an anointing, and I said, I don't know what you're doing here, God, but there's an, there was an anointing for for public venues for the gospel to penetrate the darkness of America. I just sensed that. Why? I'm not saying that God wants us out there all the time, but I sensed something happen in the heavenlies. Why? Because I felt like we were doing what God had called us to do, and when you get in plans with what God calls you to do and you get in orbit with him things in your life will begin to line up the things you can't fix he puts into place i'm not making sense to anybody tonight when the sun rises in our lives the darkness of our lives succumbs to the light as the glory of the lord invades our life and the sin that you thought you couldn't live without suddenly becomes that detestable thing of darkness that you want to kick out of your life. When the sun rises in our lives, no matter what storms life may throw our way, the sun will rise every single day. The moon may only be there for the night one full night, but the sun rises every day. Every day, the sun rises. And I don't care what storm you're in, when Jesus is the light of your life, the sun rises every day. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Psalms chapter 84, verse number 10. I'm going to read you a couple of verses. It reads like this. A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than to live the good life in the homes of the wicked. For the Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right, those who live under the, the emblem of the sun of glory. That's Jesus I'm talking about. O Lord of heavens, armies, what joy for those who trust in you. For the Lord is the life that we walk on. Let us not forget, though, the ultimate separation of the light from the darkness is coming when sin will reign no more. It's coming. This battle that you're in, you're going to beat. The day is going to come when you don't fight what you're fighting. I know it. I know it because the light is going to chase out the darkness. Pastor Don, how do you know? Because Revelation chapter 21, verse number 23 tells me this. And the city has no need of sun or moon, for the glory of God eliminates the city, and the Lamb is its light. When the sun rises to His authority and sits upon the throne, Sin will no longer reign in our world. And there will be no need for the sun and the moon because the glory of Christ will fill the earth. That's the God that I've come to preach to you about. Who doesn't want you to wait until that day, but He wants you to allow Him to rise in your life today. Most of us want a faith that doesn't really affect our lives. But God says, I want you to have a faith in a Savior who will transform the darkness. 
and you will become beautiful. Can you imagine somebody looking at you and saying, whew, stop and see the beauty. See what God has done with a man or a woman who was broken and in despair. And the light arose. And now look at how the light reflects upon them and the glory of the Lord is seen. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you, God, that you're speaking to our hearts. That you have called us not to live under darkness. But you have called us to live under light. Father, too many times the lesser light has governed our lives. It's been a reflection of what you've intended for us, Father, but it's been the lesser light. I ask you tonight for the sun to arise. Shine through the darkness. And let your glory fill this place. You would just keep your head bowed for just a moment. A very different message. But here's why we, we brought it. Somebody knows darkness is reigning in your life. There are areas that darkness has a hold on you. Love can't flow through you because there's darkness. Joy is not within your grasp because there's darkness. You love God, but your life has not been in orbit around Him. There's been a presence, but it's been in orbit around you. You're ready for the darkness to be broken. All of that said for this moment. So tonight, I want the darkness that haunts you to succumb to the beauty of the Son of Glory, Jesus. There's nobody looking around and everybody praying. There's somebody here tonight. There's a few. There's actually several that know exactly what I'm talking about. You're fighting the darkness and you need the light to break through. Can I see your hand if that's you tonight? Thank you. an odd little sermon to speak to so many. I'm humbled by your life. I'm humbled by your pursuit of these that darkness is battling for them. I hear your word echoing with me. Then the light of the Lord shall break through. That you will break through like the morning. I hear the echoes of your word. That as the, the sun follows its course, Lord, it will always rise. You want to rise in their lives. Forgive us for embracing the darkness. Forgive us for living in the night. Rise upon us, Son of Glory. Change us. Transform us. Make us yours. I don't know who you are, but it's almost like, like it, 
the clouds are so thick, but the light, that one shaft of light is breaking through to your heart. And now there's more that are following. The glory of the Lord shall fill your life. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you, God, that people are coming into the day now. They're coming into the light and they're asking you to transform me completely and let me be in orbit around you. And let the light come in and the darkness happen. Father, I thank you. I have given them everything tonight you have given me to give. But now let your Holy Spirit rest in them. That in their confession and their desire for the sun to rise in their life, hope is born even in the darkness. Father, bless them, your children. Bless them now. And may the sun of glory rise upon them. In Jesus' name, amen. I tell you tonight, I'm thankful for Jesus, church. Amen. Let the sun of glory rise in your life and be determined the live in the sunrise. God bless you. I'll see you Sunday. That's today's word from Pastor Don Allen to help you get real with God, fall in love with Him all over again, and live out your destiny now. To learn more about our pastor and the ministry of the church at Warhill, join us online at warhill.com. Then join us in worship at one of our North Georgia locations. Service times are Sundays at 8.15, 9.30, and 11 a.m., where you will find Real Love Now.